When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to the Give Them Lala podcast. We had an intro and there was some technical difficulties. And once we sent them over to our producer, the file was like nowhere to be heard. So here's the alternative. I'm literally sitting in Ocean's Nursery giving you guys this intro. Um, We have Jesse Metcalf on the podcast today. And I cannot be the only person that was obsessed with Desperate Housewives. I'm sure a lot of you guys were also obsessed. And you can also stream it now. So I'm sure that a lot of you, like myself, are going back and re-watching. It was like every Sunday night was Desperate Housewives and then Grey's Anatomy. It was just like what you did on Sundays. So we have him on the podcast today. We're going to pick his brain. I have a few questions for him. And... We're going to skip Vander talk today because I slacked. I did not watch last night's episode, but hopefully next week we can recap two episodes in one. I think that that would be a lot of fun. And I also really want to answer your guys's questions. So please remember to call in, call into the podcast. That number is 866 Lala Pod. Again, 866 Lala Pod. I always love hearing from you guys, answering whatever questions you have. And it just makes me feel like we're in a more intimate setting. The whole reason I started this podcast was so that we all could feel this like connection and bond and we could get closer to each other. So please reach out to me. And without further ado, we're going to cut to a quick break and we will be right back with the heartthrob, Jesse Metcalf. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala 
and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. I'm going to let you in on a little tiny secret. I am not a cook. Okay, so that's not really a secret, but I do have a secret weapon when it comes to the kitchen. Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals are always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered right to your door, and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. I've also become a big fan of their add-ons, snacks, and smoothies. Ocean loves the pancakes. I pretty much get those and the mango smoothies in every single Factor delivery. But Factor has you covered no matter how and what you're eating. Keto, calorie smart, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. The weekly menu has 35 options, including gourmet meals like filet mignon and shrimp. There's no prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Just heat it up and then eat right out of the factor packaging. So easy. You can customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can also pause and reschedule deliveries. So head to factormeals.com slash Lala50 and use code Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Lala50 at factormeals.com slash Lala50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. We are back with our epic guest, Mr. Metcalf. Oh, Jesse Metcalf. I am epic. <laughs> well, we did, before, before you came on, we gave you a very, very warm uh, welcome about your career and how great of a human you are and a friend to us. Oh, so. wow. So you lied. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to it's ask you. It's all about you. appearances in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> the number one question I have is, do you ever talk to Eva Longoria? Wow. I run into Eva from time to time. We follow each other on social media, but we don't really talk. Okay. Um, you know, she's, uh, you know, it's mom life. Mom over there, life. Over there with Eva right now. Right. And she seems like she's an amazing mom. And I mean, uh, I'm so impressed and, and proud of all the things she's done civically socially politically you know the they things. say actors shouldn't shouldn't uh, you know get involved with politics and i tend to believe that well, that saying but you know I, I think she's done some amazing things i agree i think politicians should be just that not reality tv stars not actresses well politicians suck yeah so you know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, whatever they want to do, who cares? I don't listen to a thing they say. Well, Jesse, you we're, just do your own thing. So, so let me. I'm just, I'm just a pawn in the game. You too. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's just back up the tape a little bit here. Just tell us like early days of your career, like how you got into you know acting and then the big break and okay. Because I've we've worked with you both, Lala and I, okay. in movies and different projects. But just kind of tell fans how far like, back you want me to go. I don't know, just how you got into acting, how it started, and then how you got here and your first big break. Okay, well, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life as a senior in high school, <laughs> and I really didn't have a whole lot of direction, but I loved movies. Uh, my father took me to a lot of movies growing up when I was very young. A lot of inappropriate movies I shouldn't have gone to, like you know, Basic Instinct when I was like seven years old. Mom wasn't too happy about that one. <laughs> wow. That's but, a tough one. For, yeah, for exactly. 
but I, I had a passion for movies. I think I just loved the escapism of it and, you know, um, just getting into another world and into the characters, into the stories. And so I thought, hey, maybe I could go to NYU film school. That shouldn't be too hard to get into. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. With no, you know, with nothing. <laughs> just, yeah. Nothing your, really your on, my, on my application other than my good looks and an essay <laughs> about the Basketball Diaries, which was one of my favorite movies. Wow. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. That, Lala, do you know who, that, who was in that? No, I've never even heard You were zero years old when that movie yeah. came out. Marky Mark was in it. Oh. And Leonardo. That, that, was where, that was when he transitioned from Marky Mark to Mark Wahlberg. And Leo DiCaprio. People were like, whoa, this guy can act. Leo obviously crushed it. Crushed it. It was amazing. Great um, movie. You know, it's a movie about a, a New York poet. Um, who did a lot of drugs. Addiction. Yeah. And you know, a side note, and then we'll come back, but Eric Weinstein, who was E, who was his assistant, who now is his partner, w- met Mark on that movie as his coach for drug coaching. Like, you know, oh, for, wow. yeah, for just, you know, because he had been a heroin, uh, you know, former addict. So that's what Yeah, I, I would assume you were a pretty big fan of that movie as well. Huge. Yeah. That, that movie was phenomenal. It, but, really, it really was. So anyway, I managed to get into NYU by the skin of my teeth. Not into Tish. I got into a new program. <laughs> not into the theater program or no, the film program. Not into the theater program or the film program. Uh, the Gallatin School for people that didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. <laughs> yeah. They have a program for people that don't know? Apparently, and it was called the Gallatin School. Uh, so I did uh, a half a year, two semesters in the Gallatin School. Or I guess a semester. I did a semester in the Gallatin School. I had good grades, and I was able to transfer into Tisch, uh, having already been accepted into NYU. Film and television, um, <laughs> not you know, not not a, not a conservatory, not the acting, not yeah. the, uh, not an acting program. I absolutely loved it. I mean, it did was so dope. Did you have to send any sort of like audition tape to get in? You're supposed to send any, you know, films you've done, short films you've created, which I had none. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. I mean, you should be grateful that you got into any program at all. Yeah, with your effort. I mean, if if you're telling me that you just submitted an essay on a movie that had nothing to do with you. What? Yeah. Oh, you're like. I smoked a lot of pot in high school, (laughs) and apparently I had brain cells to spare. Go figure. Wait a second. You had a 1380 out yeah. of 1500? Oh, you're yeah. smart as fuck. I, I wouldn't know. I never took an SAT. I don't even know what a good score would be. Yeah. They don't even do SATs anymore. They do the ACTs. I don't even know yeah. what a good score on that yeah. would be. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no you, idea. Leo and Lala, the good news is you did okay. <laughs> um, I will say I did a movie with you. What was the name of it again? I forgot. Uh, me too. Something. The hard kill. Hard kill. Um, and I've never seen a script like yours. There was so much dialogue that you had written as far as your character breakdown. And you're the reason I started doing that, actually. Like, going into that much depth. Because wow. you let me look at yours. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? You know, like, I had little notes, but yours was like... <laughs> what your character ate for breakfast that morning. And I like was like, a lot all of, right, like we're going to, I'll do that as well. Oh, that's awesome. Lala. Yeah. Cool. Lala, like a lot of backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Jesse's you know? pretty, so Jesse's pretty method. I mean, I've been yeah. on sets with Jesse. He's pretty focused. Yeah. So but you can't be too method because then people don't want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, after, where are you from originally? I grew up in Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. So you go to college in New York. Right. And then when do you make your big move to Hollywood? Okay. Well, while I was in college, I was doing some male modeling. 
Oh, you're yes. a master. Male modeling. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little uh, Seventeen magazine. I think we ran into each other in some of those casts. YM. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, hey, well, you know, maybe I can do some commercials. Right. Right. So they got me a theatrical agent. I went on a UPS commercial audition where I dressed up like a UP UPS delivery man. But I wasn't playing a UPS delivery man when I got there. I was just playing someone who received a package. So that totally didn't work. <laughs> right. And then they sent me out on an open casting call for the infamous daytime television show, Passions, which I booked. Wow. So after my junior year in college, <laughs> did three years, spent, oh. you know, 90 something thousand dollars at that time. And I didn't even graduate. I dropped out, came to Los Angeles and I've been acting ever since. Wow. Oh, shit. That's a great story. Thanks so then you. when did, when did, um, my most favorite show ever that I grew up watching and I thought you were the hottest thing ever. I think I was in the seventh grade. Oh, wow. When Desperate Housewives came out. Okay, well, I did five years on Passions on Daytime. Okay. A great training ground. How I, many episodes a season would you do? Is it like, like 56? Is it like every day? Like yes, soap? five episodes a week. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's like 500 episodes. Yeah, so right? it, was, it was great training for memorizing, li memorizing lines, but you, you would pick up a lot of bad habits, <laughs> you know, because you had to memorize so quickly that it wouldn't lend itself to, you know, developing your craft. Right. I don't think. But once I ultimately decided to make the jump and see if I could get something better, get on the prime time, um, yeah. you know, there was a lot of a lot of naysayers, a lot of people I worked with were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't care if I'm pumping gas next week. I need to do something different than this. Wow. You know, it well, just, so you left the show. Yeah. It had okay. just kind of run its course. And then I went through. Well, a, so Passions is like a soap opera? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so, you were just over it. I, I mean, I five just, years is know, a long I, run. I had aspirations. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I did up. I did a whole pilot season, my fr very first full pilot season. It was coming towards the end of pilot season, and I hadn't gotten anything. You know, right. so I was pretty stressed. I was, you know. And where of, were you living at this point? Like, do you have one of those stories point, where it's like you lived in a shithole, you were on someone's well, couch? No, no, no. I, you were at, making at, money at this, at this point, point. I actually owned my first property. I owned a condo. Uh, in West Hollywood, it was like it was like Melrose Place in there, you know. It was like it faced into the pool, and everyone's apartments, you know, were around the pool. There were some unsavory characters that lived there, uh, so you know that was a good time. It was a good period in my life, um, and I I had two test deals on the table by the end of this pilot season. One was for Veronica Mars, okay, and one was for this unknown show that. Really, not many people knew anything much about called Desperate Housewives, yeah. and des the Desperate Housewives deal was on the table, and the Veronica Mars thing was like still in negotiation. So I I went for the Desperate the, Housewives the test deal, lock. and I ended up booking it, and it was actually a recast. You know, there wow. was another actor playing the gardener, but they didn't like him opposite Eva. They didn't think that they had chemistry, and they recast it after they shot the pilot. Wow. How many you episodes? And Eva had mad chemistry. We had some. We had good chemistry. Yeah, you yeah. did. And it, did in you laugh? You, you played a high school student, right? I, I oh did. my I god! Did. Yes. Where did you guys film? We filmed at Universal. Oh wow! Yeah, that's fun. So it was really that's cool. Fun. We had a whole block, a whole neighborhood, like like set on the lot, a whole set on that's the lot. Cool. It was very cool. It was very cool. 
did you get to see all the tram and the visitors? Oh yeah, the trams <laughs> would always come by and wave. Yeah, and you know, say we're just so happy to be on Wisteria yeah. Lane. Exactly. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, Wisteria, Wisteria Lane. Lane. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, all a lot of plastic it. flowers and you know, I mean, yes, it was like Stepford yeah, Wives. Yeah, exactly. Was the best. Exactly. And then, and then, so most, yeah, I was totally surprised at the success of that show. I didn't, I didn't anticipate that at all, at all. No, I mean, yeah. how could you? You like took a leap of faith by leaving that show passions right yeah, is that still that's on right. no no when did it end after you left but it, it has it has a You're cult like, now gone, no, so it, no it went for quite a few years after i left but it has a cult following does it i mean people were huge fans of that show i mean that is supernatural storyline yeah. it was it was out there so it wasn't like um days of our lives where people were being possessed by devils no it, it was actually my so, girl my girlfriend was possessed on the show and i went to hell to save her oh my god yeah I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and I was Jesse, like, I was battling demons Jesse. in hell. Yeah, Jesse, I would love to see that conversation between you and the director having these deep moments. Oh on, yeah. What is it like meeting with a director on a soap? I mean, I know what it's like meeting with a director on a film. It's if you're shooting five days a week, and there's there's not a there's not, there's not a lot not of a talk lot. about performance. <laughs> It's like if you if you get the words out of your mouth and they're intelligible, then they're you, mo- they're moving on. Wow! Yeah, yeah wow. because you do so much material each day. There's not a lot. Yeah, there's you're not doing a lot an of episode a day, right? Around. Episode right. a day, full episode a that's day. Crazy. Many, episode that's crazy. Hour long episode a day. I can't even imagine. That's oh. that's nuts, dude. I I think. I can't memorize that. Like, how much dialogue do you think you had to memorize daily? 30 pages. 30 20, pages? 20 to 30 pages if you were a main character and had, you know, a big storyline. Okay. You must have been fried by the end of everything. Totally day. fried. But, but I, had a, I had a young brain. <laughs> how old know? were you when you were doing this? My 20s, my early 20s. Oh, early yeah. 20s. Okay, but I have okay. a question. Have You're a qu- sharp then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a lot duller as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> I need my ginkgo biloba. <laughs> what the probably fuck don't is know that? what that is <laughs> it was a thing it was a thing that always advertised on the price is right and it's supposed to like you know help your brain oh. it's supposed to help your memory okay. <laughs> your older <laughs> listeners which i'm sure you have a few will uh oh, will we understand have, we that have reference. some that are in their 50s <laughs> yes okay for sure. oh perfect so how old are perfect. you 40 something well let's not go there I think no, I'm just people kidding. should wear their age with pride. I do wear mine with pride. I'm 42 years young, about to turn 43 in good December. For good for you. Thank you. Got a good head of hair on you. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. It. You're like there's, a chia pet. Yeah, there's nothing money can't buy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we're going to cut to a short break and we will be right back with Jesse Metcalf. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing Jess and Easton with samples. I use Claritin and I absolutely love it. You guys know I was in Las Vegas for that music festival and it was so windy there that my allergies were the worst. My eyes were so itchy. They were so watery. My head hurt so bad. I had a total sinus headache, but I had Claritin D with me. So I took it and I think it only took like 30 minutes before I started to feel better, which was amazing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, 
itching and watery eyes and itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has been an absolute game changer for me. I've actually been using it for a few weeks now. I take it before I go hiking. And obviously when I went to that music festival, which was all outside, no more itchy, watery eyes and no more sinus pressure headaches, which if you've experienced those before, you guys know they are the worst. So that was huge for me. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, And at times, we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P GTL. All right, we are back with Jesse Metcalf, and we're talking about all things Jesse Metcalf, from his great hair to his uh, career. It's his great career. I just, <laughs> I just found out. You did two movies with Randall back-to-back. I had no idea. What are they called? They're called Fortress. Fortress. Yeah, Who's Fort- in Fortress? B-dubs, Bruce Willis. Brucey. Yeah. Brucey, yeah. exactly. They're really fun movies, though. They're like the Indiana Jones kind of type movies. They're a okay. little little, little tongue-in-cheek, and they have a little bit of everything. You know, they have a little comedy, they have a little romance, and they have a lot of action. Uh, they're pretty cool. You know, they're kind of, they're kind of, they're kind of different. And apparently, um, from both of our directors of one and two, I'm hearing that they, they came out quite well. Good. Yeah. Well, I know the one that... Most of the movies that Randall's made with Bruce Willis have always topped in either Netflix or on demand pretty high. Yeah. So is Fortress out yet? Not yet. I think the first one's coming out in December. Hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Randall? yeah. Oh, a, a round Christmas time. Yes. A Christmas release. A, a Christmas Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> you know how people like to say that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. You what? ever heard that? No. Yeah, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard. Why? Why? Because it came out around Christmas time? Because, yeah, no, the story takes place during Christmas. I'm going to be honest, never seen it. Yeah. Well, it's it's a classic. There's a lot of classics that I haven't seen. Apparently, the other one, what is it, Basketball Diaries that we just spoke about? Yes, yes. All right. I dig it. Who plays your love interest in Fortress? Or is is it someone else that has a love interest? I have a love interest. Um, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly, she was great. Uh, yeah, an, an old friend of Randall's, and she she's amazing in the movie. Oh, yeah, very nice. Where did you shoot this? These movies, Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. It's becoming a very popular place to shoot. It, maybe it maybe is, you can speak. To it that, is. <laughs> it is. It is so busy now that I can't even get movies in there. Like we just shot in Alabama because we can't. Like we can't get movies into wow. Puerto Rico. So my next movie in Puerto Rico is not till March. 
because it's it's too busy. Wow. Yeah. We started that. We started that that whole, which I'm sure is great for the economy. Though. Oh, it's oh, they're so yeah. busy. I mean, it's but it's great for the the whole. Yes, it's mm-hmm. great for everything. But I love Puerto Rico. I mean, it's a great place to make movies. It's just uh, you know, there's only so many crew there, so whoever gets in. You know, kind of, they can only handle so much. But, but do you think as they start filming more movies there that they'll more people will move there as far as production goes? So that they're, I mean, mm, I don't know about that because every time I filmed a movie there, it's kind of a shit show. <laughs> well, you know, um, I actually, Lala I actually Kent. was impressed by the Puerto Rican crews. I thought, I thought they were really good. Yeah. Um, I agree. They, I didn't they say they weren't yeah. hard workers. Yeah. They're incredible. Like yeah. everyone that works is hardworking yeah. just on most movies you, that I've done. Not necessarily a lot of experience. But I, Right. And I'm a Virgo. So I like things to be very timely and organized. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I, so, I like that as well. You know, as an actor that's been in the industry for 22 years. I'll, right. you know, I'll say, I'll yeah. say on behalf of Puerto Rico, I'll say that the crews are, are very experienced. They're limited though. There's only so many of them. So once sure. a movie starts, if you come in after the fact, you kind of have to bring a lot of people in. So mm-hmm. just because there's not enough. So. It was less about the crew and more about maybe the director or yeah. other people. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. That was a, uh, we don't drop the tea, but I think she spilled the tea or he dropped it or something. So the director you felt you didn't have the connection with. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that can happen. Yeah. That Will you tell happen? me we're working on pages, you know, Y through Z, and then you come in and you're like, "No, where? No, I told you A and B today," and it's like you're a fucking moron. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Jesse, would you like to share your uh, stories with us about some of your directors? Well, I think <laughs> you know when you're talking about the top of the food chain, you know, mm-hmm. and and on a film, uh, you know. It, Director really is the captain of the ship, you know, and he likes to I would generally, think so. I generally would think main, so. maintain that persona. I want to make it clear yeah. I didn't direct either you, of your movies some, sometimes with either you ha- of you in them. Sometimes you have to be sensitive to that, you know. <laughs> See, I feel like as the actor, someone they, they need to be sensitive to me. You, you know? Would, yeah, oh. yeah, well, well, well I, I, everyone I, has a, you know, perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna switch subjects in about a second. I just want to say, Jesse, during your movie with your sensitivity to directors, I did receive a lot of calls from you on one particular film. Uh, but we, that but that's come full circle. No, you, you yeah. guys wonderfully. You, no, you guys are, you guys made up, and yeah. I think that's amazing. I also think sometimes, like Lala said, circumstance and just it might be that film or whatever things happen. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's very hot. Very hot and humid in Puerto Rico. Tensions can run high. But if you're passionate about what you're doing... And you bring that passion to the project. Sometimes it can it can get a little fiery on set. Yeah, you know it's important to be able to work. a lot of egos on a set. It's important to be able to work through these things on a set because at the end of the day, we're a team and it's a collaborative, collaborative. art form. Yes. Yeah. So we can't forget that. No, I fully agree. And at the end of the day, everyone's intent is to do the same thing, which is create a great film. So Absolutely. I respect that. I actually Absolutely. remember when you were going toes with whoever you were going toes with. <laughs> Going like, everyone just needs to calm down. Oh, yeah. I used to say it a lot when I was getting those calls. I was like, dude, what do I? She's like, everyone just needs to settle down in Puerto Rico. Absolutely. But 
but just uh, tell us, you know, because you don't, you know, in terms of like, what is the perfect project that you'd like to see yourself do over the next few years? Like what, what director, what kind of genre is there anything you want to challenge yourself with? Or is it just okay? my, my, good- my favorite genre is gangster films. Really? Um, yeah. I would love to do, uh, you know, a mob movie. Yeah. Uh, where I was maybe the black sheep of an Italian mafia family uh, that had a drug problem and maybe a gambling problem. Because of my gambling problem, I get in debt to a rival family. And in order to you know, not get killed, I have to inform on my own family. Wow. Yeah. I just, great, I just came up with that that's on the a spot. Great, that's a great that's a Should great we develop pitch. that? Yeah, we should. Okay, I actually cool. like it. All right. Cool. By the way, if anybody tries to steal that, Jesse did. Uh, we're copywriting it right now. Absolutely. So we have it. We have it on record. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, we'll find you. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Okay, um, cool. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay, it sounds cool. like a little like Godfather, but we'll we'll modify it to contemporary times. Uh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, tell us the best, the most exciting moment of Desperate Housewives. That's what I want to ask you. Like, what was the best episode or the best well, the, moment you the, can the remember the most exciting moment for me yeah. was winning a sag award oh that's for, huge uh, that's, that's that huge ensemble comedy cast wow yeah, so that was an unbelievable Dude, that's, moment you know we were all up on stage at the sag awards that's big yeah it was that's really big. awesome where do you keep your sag award right now yeah where is that sag award on um, the, the back of the toilet in the guest room why? No, I'm just kidding. No, you're, it's, in it's in the living room. It's in the living prominently. Yeah, I was gonna say in my living room, obviously. Okay. I mean, that's a gigantic. I, I mean, was going to say <laughs> that needs to be removed and placed elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story about the SAG Awards? Sure. I mean, I've said it on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it real quick in a, in a cliff note version. Lala and I went to the SAG Awards for the Irishman. I wanted to say hello to Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was sitting at the table next to us. As she got up and started moving, I stood up. It's the only person I, you know, fangirled about. She couldn't get away from Randall fast enough. Okay, you didn't. You don't, okay, you, no, she, literally. No, no, she, she's no. That's not what she said. She said, "Can you give me one second? I'll be right back." Yeah, and, and whenever then, came and back, then, and, then, the no, and then proceeded <laughs> when she came back to instead of take that route, go all the way around to the others to, around the table to dodge me. And but here is the kicker that I have to live with to this to this day. Fast forward the entire night. Every time they do a shot of of Meryl Streep and Reese Witherspoon at the table next to us, who is in the eye line? Lala Kent. So, so all of the photos are Meryl Streep and Lala Kent without Lala Kent ever asking for a photo. And I got, I got dissed. I, got dissed. I don't care about famous people that much. Neither do I. But I mean, if, if it's Mer- a, if Meryl's- it's an actor that I really admire, I think it's cool to that's, be able to meet me. the person. But I'm not going to be like falling all over myself. And I'm definitely not asking for a picture either. Like, no. what am I going to do with it? Same. What am I I've never do asked with anyone that? for a picture in my life. <laughs> well, I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many pictures with you. <laughs> I That's true. But I, honestly, no. But you know, Meryl Streep's just one of those actors that I looked up to since I was a kid, and she's the greatest ever. So it was like this weird moment that she was walking, and I was like, I got to do it, but it didn't work out. So I'm not going to. Best ask. line is, "I'll be, I'll be right back." And by the way, and by the way, <laughs> she, she doesn't. Back. Thanks, Law. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, and by the way, I asked Law. I said, no, she was being nice. She wanted to go talk to Marty and then she's going to come back. And she goes, she ain't coming back. And that like that, that the weight is called avoiding you. Like you're the plague. Thank you. Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. (laughs) You know what, man? You were there. 
I was you I, were there. I was a table over. That is awesome. I was a table over. That's a and huge And no one would have even known. It looked like I was there solo. <laughs> just kicking it by Meryl Streep. <laughs> so, I can't even believe I didn't get a shot. She gets all these shots. All I wanted was a picture. I could have taken the picture off the can, off the screen and, and then blown it up and put it in my office. Too funny. Well, this has been a fun podcast. Yes. Yes, it has. Yes, I it can't has. wait to see Fortress. Ne- never a dull moment <laughs> with uh, with you two. <laughs> we, we try to keep it fun and keep it classy yeah keep yeah. it classy keep it that way I, we, I think we kept it pretty classy i think we you know maybe you know a couple off color comments from you lala but i mean you know you gotta gotta be you i i will never deny them lala. Keep, keep, keep it real before classy yeah. Keep it oh, authentic <laughs> and and classy. Yeah, you know, because there's not enough authentic people out here. No, there's not. There's actually- Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> you, got- you know what I love about podcasts with friends? It's fun. For sure. It's really fun. Jesse, I want to tell you something. You're a good friend to me. You're a good friend to us. And I want to thank you. And you're an incredible actor. And we thank you for having uh, for Always, coming on man. and being with us. Always. Today. My pleasure. Thanks, Metcalf. You thank you guys it. so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala with Randall podcast. We will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.